It's another day, another draft here on Splash Play. And with the NFL Combine afoot, I've got one goal for today. To grab every rookie I like before I presume the Combine shows how good these players are, how much everybody else wants them. Let's try to figure it out. Of course, I am already in a draft room, an underdog big board draft, 200K to first place in this one. Of course, all the rookies available, all the free agents available, and it's up to you to choose your own adventure about where you want it to go. And of course, I have some takes on that as we talk about every day here, updating with the news items that are floating around out there, updating with all the reports and innuendos floating around up there. And uh, another day, another draft here. But today, you know, look, I've talked about my my rookie four horsemen, I guess, my quadrumvirate of guys that I'd like to get as rookies in every draft roll to ADP. Jade Daniels at QB, at running back, Audric Estime, at wide receiver, Troy Franklin, who comes up by the day, including me having to take him in a wide receiver avalanche in the 70s yesterday, and at a tight end, ideally Brock Bowers, but Ben Sinnott would also count as my four. Now, getting that four would be great. Today, though, I'd like to get everyone. I want MHJ. I want Neighbors. I want Bucky Irving, who was on the thumbnail today, and if you don't know his name, you should, you, you filthy bastard. <laughs> You should know Bucky Irving's name. Very exciting player. High avoid attack rate. A little bit small, Jameer Gibbs sized. But uh, the hope is that with Gibbs getting his results he got last year, Bucky Irving is hope this year. So we'll be identifying these guys as we go. And yesterday the question was asked, like how many rookies is too many in a draft like this? Uh, we're going to find out today, guys, because I think you can make the case for 10 to 12 rookies. But obviously the ADP is going to align weirdly, so we'll figure it out. I stream my player takes so I can't have nice things. That's true. Uh, a lot of people in these rooms do often know the players I like. And then when my name comes up, they make sure to take that player before I go or, or slightly after I go, but ahead of ADP. So that has been how it's gone lately. But today's my day, guys. Today's the day that we can believe. Oh, <laughs> no, another poop head draft. Yeah, poop head. Poop head loves taking all the guys that I enjoy and then uh, getting mad at me <laughs> for it. So um, I will say for poop head, though, he took Brees Hall, a nice pick for him. We're living, we're living, we're we're getting some rooks. I'm, I was about to curse, but why? Uh, who's going to be better than A.J. Brown this year? Marvin Harrison Jr. Actually saw a nice uh, short from our guy Pete Overzet, of course, my, my podcast host on Splash Play, though. Uh, alumnus, I guess we could say maybe at this point. Uh, for Pete, though, great short talk about the Trey McBride, Marvin Harrison Jr. thing and how he basically is not worried about uh, its effect on Trey McBride's opportunity. And I agree with that. I do think the ADPs, though, definitely a little bit frothy. All right, so Malik Neighbors, I don't think is going to be there at 36. We're living. We're living. I'm the ninth loosest drafter out of all the 150 matchers in BBM4, according to our guy Brick's data. So Malik Neighbors, come on down. <laughs> We're doing it, bud. Uh, an MHJ Malik Neighbors start. We're getting unique. Nobody's getting this one. Yeah, Pete really sums it up well in that short if you do want to check it out. I know Pete's been working hard or having his, his production team. Pete's got a production team. Uh, so you can tell where we are ranking overall in the hierarchy. But Pete crushing with the content and getting out the shorts. Um, but that short really does sum it up well where it's like, I, I still think fundamentally like Trey McBride's going to come down if the Cardinals for sure get Marvin Harrison. But I would say, like, he's right that the offense is going to be better. Trey McBride being there is going to help out Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison being there more so is going to help out Trey McBride in terms of the efficiency, probably not in terms of the volume. Like, I don't think we see that ceiling of Trey McBride getting 14 targets again. But I still think, you know, honestly, he could still hit that as a ceiling. Like, it's not crazy that he could do that in one game. But you're just not going to see that reliably. Uh, but, you know, a, a very efficient five to eight targets a game, you know, hopefully closer to eight would look great for Trey McBride. So I think he still would come down in ADP because of how the markets go and people then freaking out and going, Oh, I have to, you know, I have to like bump him down because Harrison's there. 
But in reality, like he can pay off a pick 50s, pick late 40s price tag, and he'll probably go down to the 60s, I would guess, um, if we do see MHJ go to Arizona. Not sure why I'm not in Indy running my own tests and interviews. It's true. I don't know why nobody just watches this mildly <laughs> enjoyed YouTube channel and goes, I'm going to send this guy to the combine. But even when I could have gone for football outsiders, I didn't go because I opted to give uh, one of my direct reports the chance to go and, and also to do all the production on scene that I didn't. Yeah, you know, like I personally don't want to do um, in terms of like just you know recording fucking the football outsiders guys back then. Um, so that's how generally how I operate is like, you know, uh, it, uh, it was a guy who was my basically my, my best direct report who did everything for me. Um, was a manager of marketing there. And, and now he's like, a, I think, a director for Churchill Downs. So doing pretty well for himself in terms of the Kentucky area jobs. Um, but yeah, like basically I was like, this is your dream, man. You want to go to the combine so bad. Go. So um I, for me, that's what actually one of the highlights, I think, of my time at Football Outsiders, besides, you know, me and Pete getting paid and me technically being paid to do the show daily or, you know, somewhat daily. Um, but, you know, just being able to make something happen for somebody that, like, they wanted to do for a while, I think it was pretty cool. So uh, I got Matt, who I'm sure does not watch Splashplay anymore, but at one point was an admin on the Splashplay channel because uh, they were going to do more and then I just couldn't ask them to do production work for my mildly enjoyed show. Bucky, your avoided tackle rate is blank and your EPA on passes is blank. How do you explain this? Specs the <laughs> I look, I would ask some tough questions about analytics. There's no denying that. I like maybe one day I can get there. I just, you know, I, I like I'm a homebody, I think, especially now that we have the, the two-year-old where it's just like it's hard to get will yourself up. Like, I don't know how Pete goes on the road to do all the shit that he does. I feel like I'm talking about Pete too much today, but I I was like he's top of mind because watching the short now. So I'm just big in Pete Biz. Um, but you know, like I, I really respect people that can balance that out a little better because for me it's like, you know. I don't even think I've had more than one night away from the wife and baby since they've been born, uh, since he was born. Not since they both have been born. Uh, <laughs> uh, running back heavy start for football in 34 here. Bijan and Jonathan Taylor can't argue it, but with guys like me taking Marvin Harrison and Malik Neighbors, uh, he's run into some problems. Saquon Barkley goes pick 31. Don't love that. A more reasonable price for him, but I really think he is the one guy out of that free agent running back class that. If he were to sit the entire year just waiting for a contract because uh, they never hit his price point, it wouldn't shock me. Still think it's most likely he goes back to the Giants, but um, I think talent-wise, he's probably the lowest on the food chain for me, but he's the highest ADP-wise, which doesn't make sense. Uh, bad news for Travis Etienne. Uh, Doug Peterson given some uh, combine interviews saying that they want to cut Etienne's workload to make it more efficient. That is not a great one. Uh, do I have any rookies I have to reach for here? <laughs> no. I still believe a lot in Drake London, as I think I've talked about enough here. really think the Atlanta offense is going to make a move upwards. You guys might have seen the viral clip. Justin Fields' agent apparently on the phone with him saying, you want to go home? And Justin Fields then dancing around in celebratory fashion. Uh, so the rumors now, I think he, it's, it's like a minus 300 now on DraftKings that Justin Fields goes uh, to Atlanta. So it could be an interesting one there. All right, anybody coming up? I need to get here. Doesn't seem like it. Again, the ATN price tag should be coming down, especially when Peterson is actively saying they want to use Tank Bigsby. Like, that's not a, a great sign for anybody. You know, Lamar here would be okay, but I don't think we'd be able to stack him up, really. I'm going to go Cooper Cup again. We're going to get a little bit of veteran presence here for all the rookies I'm going to add. So Cooper Cup, come on down. Four wide receivers start. Uh, extreme ZRB perhaps in play, even though it's not ZRB Friday. It's crazy that I'm doing this. I'm capable of doing this even on a Thursday. I would think my body would stop and go, no, take some running back, take a tight end. Uh, but here we are. But MHJ, Malik Neighbors, Drake London, Cooper Cup at wide receiver. And uh, let's see what we can do. 
Then they say last year Tank Bigsby was going to be taking 40% of carries. Yes, they may have said that, but he was awful. <laughs> so the hope is that he will be less awful. The fact they're committed to giving him more work, I think, is a positive sign. Obviously, if he busts, though, like if he's bad again like he was last year, then he's going to probably lose that role pretty fast. But I think a good sign that they're talking about that now and probably a good sign the Jaguars are not going to waste any draft capital or even free agent capital at running back or at least you know, meaningful free agent capital. Romo Dunze goes 41. Not one of my favorite rookies. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, the upside for Romo Dunze is that he might run in the four threes. If he does, uh, probably need to update his prospect profile and my priors on him a little bit more. Uh, but I think it's possible he runs the low four fours, if not four fives. Uh, again, that's me just going off of watching the game film where he plays a lot slower than guys like MHA, which is crazy because MHA is a very deliberate route runner uh, who does things to like to kind of set things up. So he's like moving a little bit slower than he can just to kind of set himself up where he needs to go in a route. And I think for Odunze, he's running like that full speed on a go. So I, you know, we'll see. But point being for me, I'm happy to reach for neighbors, happy to reach for Harrison, uh, reaching for a Romo Dunze, maybe at a wide receiver avalanche is it. You say that because he drafted Tank, maybe still trying to save his job. Good point by Al and not a thing that's incorrect. As we talk about a lot in the show, the coaching hires, um, all of that very important. Uh, not changing coaching staff. Or I guess, you know, uh, it is changing in terms of the offensive coordinator, I believe, but not in terms of like Peterson being there, the front office being there. So you have the draft capital that they used on Bigsby, you know, saying, trying to use him last year. You know, if they completely said they were going to phase him out and try to improve the position, I think I'd be worried about it. But I would tend to agree with that take that like, uh, I think, they're going to try to show that, ah, oh, we got Bigsby going. That's why you need to keep us. Because this year for Peterson, if they don't rebound meaningfully, I think he's fired. I think he should have been fired, honestly, after what they did last year. But instead, you know, there's always the saving grace of like, I'll fire my whole coaching staff. And yeah, it's all their fault. And that's that's what the Jags did, basically. What happened to another Jacksonville running back to Prickishaw Ferguson? Um, I, I know who you're talking Dearness Johnson, of course, who we're talking about. Uh, but yes, um, He's fine. I mean, he's just at this point, you know, one of those guys that anybody could have float around with. That's how I felt about him last year too, which is part of why I was drafting Bigsby. And I think that play was still correct. They ended up giving Bigsby a shot. Bigsby was just had some egregious mistakes. Like at one point he had, I don't know, like a negative one EPA in terms of his receiving plays. Cause he had had like two passes. I believe that bounced off his hands, like two targets that bounced off his hands and became interceptions. Um, and I think one of them actually was like a touchdown, like a, <laughs> interception uh so like i think for tank he had a really bad run out last year um he also you know is not one of my favorites coming in so like a little bit of juice in terms of avoid a tackle rate but stuff runs at a very high clip which always kind of worries me um so for tank bigsby you know it's just the kyron williams of it all where the hope is that in year two another year in the system um and again peterson saying positive things that he can then uh be a guy that moves upwardly just from just you know that building up that trust the ability to build up trust over just one year and a year two is very uh, much a thing that I think people underrate for a lot of guys at every position, really. And Arias Tony can be a league winner watch. I mean, look, if he goes somewhere new and there's vacated targets, I think he can. I think he could have had a good year last year. It's just that start where everything was being bobbled around uh, was really tough for him. So um, I wouldn't fully put the blame on him for that. Even though, obviously, it was mostly his fault. But... <laughs> um, why is Pacheco falling? Is just people worried about another running back coming in? Is that the second straight day where Pacheco has fallen a good amount here? And what, what picks do I have coming up? All right. I'm pretty okay taking Pacheco here, I think. Let's do it. 
Pacheco, come on down. Our first running back off the board, getting another share of that KC offense. As we talked about yesterday, I do like getting KC shares without getting Patrick Mahomes. I think that Patrick Mahomes is entering a stage in his career where a lot of quarterbacks do, where you're so good that you really don't have to throw for 400 yards in a game, um, especially if your defense can keep up like the Chiefs defense did this year. Um, that's the hope with, I think, what they're trying to do. You know, some of the free agent tags or the franchise tags rather than putting that on Sneed, try to keep things together on defense. So, I don't expect Mahomes to suddenly be like a, a high volume thrower again. And somebody asked me about that uh, pretty deliberately yesterday. Brock Bowers isn't going to be here on the way back. And I'm getting all my fucking rookies. So Brock Bowers, you are my tight end here. I love the start. Do you tell me about it in the comments or in the chat right now? Isaiah Pacheco, though, Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, Drake London, Cooper Cup, Brock Bowers. This team, look. ADP value. I mean, we got value on Pacheco, but for the most part, ADP value out the window. Still think this team is fun. I think this team fucks. I'm, I'm having a great time doing this draft <laughs> personally. Like this is a really nice one. Had a good day in NBA yesterday too, though. I have to say um, for all you guys, I do talk about stochastic here. I'll put the ad up while we talk about NBA DFS for a moment. Um, and of course it's flash play here. It's fantasy football year round, but I talk about other things because that's got to fill, you know, an hour a day. Uh, Big NBA slate again yesterday. Didn't realize when I did the stream uh, that it was another $4 entry fee slate. So their, their big uh, micro maxes have been a lot of fun to do. 100K to first place and all that. The tough part is like yesterday, if you guys follow basketball, I had Jaron Jackson a lot again. Uh, for some reason, my projections love Jaron Jackson. And he went off at 60 points at like a $7,500 salary. Um, so he went off in a major way. Despite that, though, I only finished like 125th, I think, or something was like my top lineup. So really hard to win in those tournaments. 100,000 people in them. Um, still getting, you know, a top 1% lineup is a good thing. I was actually listening to our pal Neil Orfield uh, talk about that on his channel, The Playing for Keep Show. Very fun interview, or I guess maybe not even fun. because uh, These guys are not, I don't think that I would describe Neil and, and shit my money as fun. Very insightful interview if you are a DFS player. So point being, uh, I think that there's NBA DFS very tough. I do like the Sims keep you live, even though I felt like I just don't get why I didn't fucking have something that broke out. Uh, but it was almost a 400 point slate yesterday. So that's going to happen. Point being though, the Sims make you feel live always. Obviously I use my own projections. That is one thing. They use stochastics minutes projections. I talk about here, but their Sims tool is great. You get 15% off of any of their packages there with the promo code splash and check the link in the description too. If you just want to click a link and go over there. Uh, but NBA Sims tools, I know a lot of you guys are trying that out. Keep doing it. PGA, also a lot of fun. MMA, I think is the one that I, uh, I don't know if there's a UFC card of note this weekend, but I would like to do MMA lineups again. And tomorrow I'll be playing the NBA slate again. So um, I think it's a lot of fun, especially if you're a person with like me, like I can't blow 3K in bankroll a night now. I just don't have that ability with probably and, and trying to get my own businesses up and running. Um, these $600 tournaments, a lot more reasonable, <laughs> I think. And you get your 150 entries in and with the Sims tools, boost ROIs up and down to try to flatten your exposures if you want to do that or if you just have guys you really believe in. Um, you know, I think it's a, a very good time to be playing those tournaments if you don't have a massive bankroll. That's my plug. And of course, Underdog as well. We're playing Underdog right now, playing on it every day. Um, I'm in for another year of Underdog uh, being a one of their preeminent providers of content. I, I need to come up with something fancy to act like, you know, Settlement calls himself Jack Settlement. It's like, oh, I'm the head of winning or whatever. I'm the like fucking... I'm the old reliable cow of underdog. <laughs> I'm here every day mowing on my grass in a draft. <laughs> but that's what we are here. So use that promo code splash if you are new on underdog and get in the fun. Uh, basketball season, very fun. And in particular, these next four to six weeks, a lot of changes in ADP going to be coming up in the big board. And, uh, you know, definitely, by, obviously, by the time the draft hits, then the big board will be done. But then new tournaments will be open immediately. So that's the fun of it all.
It's a process. So if you get them to allow pickups in Florida would appreciate it. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. They're going to have to pay the Florida Seminole tribes a lot of money is what they're going to have to do, uh, unfortunately. But that's the name of the game. But hey, Hard Rock's there, right? Hard Rock's some soft lines. I can tell you that from our probably data. Fucking football took Troy Frecklet 79. Ah, oh, I was going to take him on these next two picks. God damn it. Oh, I'm tilted. I've been getting my guys. I'm just going ahead of ADP to get him today. And I really thought I'd get Troy Franklin as the perfect wide receiver five. But no, this guy, football on 34. If you're in the chat, football on 34, thumbs down. Thumbs down. Bad driving. All right, we got Pacheco. We got MHJ. There's really now not going to be a rookie that we have to get. So we're going to take Justin Fields here for the bet that he does go to Atlanta. Pick 83. Very good for him. We saw Fields get reached for in the 60s yesterday. And I feel good about taking Fields at this range. And I would feel good taking Fields up until he gets to the 60s. But not right now. I would not take him in the 60s because you don't have to. Uh, Pacheco, MHJ, Malik Neighbors, Drake, Cooper Cup, and Fields at QB. What else can we do here? You know, we could make the bet that one of Harrison and Neighbors goes to Arizona, make this team even better at QB, double QB build. Let's do it. Kyler and Justin Fields in a row. I am really liking this team, guys. I feel like this is a very strong one. I'm glad. Thank you, Crypto Pooper. Crypto Pooper gets the credit. It was not him who took one of my cherished little babies here. But I could have lived without Kyler Murray or Justin Fields to get Troy Franklin, even though I think this team is pretty sick. Uh, team so far, we got Justin Fields and Kyler Murray at QB at running back. Isaiah Pacheco, our one non-zero RB pick. Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, Drake London, Cooper Cup, and then Brock Bowers at tight end. So the one thing missing is for the title of the video. I am not getting all my favorite rookies because Troy Franklin went a little bit aggressively ahead of ADP. So dag nabbit. Should have took Pitts. I already got Bowers. Why, why would I downgrade tight end to take Pitts? I do think the Pitts renaissance, I'm, I'm willing to buy in on that. Uh, Justin Fields really used Cole Komet well at times last year. Uh, you know, obviously not the same player, but I think Pitts is a better version in terms of the pass game of what a Cole Komet brings. So the fact that Cole Komet was like a viable red zone target, had some spike weeks, had a decent floor most weeks, um, you know, and I do believe, again, this offense that they're importing from the Rams uh, with Zach Robinson being the offensive coordinator there. I think there's going to be a lot of good things that come, uh, whether it be Justin Fields, and that's the assumption right now, or it's uh, Jaden Daniels, or JJ, uh, JJ McCarthy, a Kirk Cousins in free agency, though that's looking less likely as well. It seems like Fields, though, is the bet to make right now. Troy Franklin was went almost as aggressively as Malik Neighborson. <laughs> I mean, you know, Troy Franklin is not going to have the draft capital of Malik Neighbors. Feels hard to imagine Malik Neighbors not going top five. Uh, so, you know, that's that's where the difference. But I, I love Troy. You know, I just, I want Troy when I take him at pick 79. Not when somebody else does. Nobody else is valuing Troy like that unless there's somebody who follows his channel. And then maybe they are. You know, you're going to take him at 82. All right. So I guess I had no shot at taking Troy because I was going to take Troy at 83 or 86. So um, there we go. So Steve, big punisher here in the 10 hole, making me feel better about the fact that I was apparently not going to get Troy no matter what. Always great to have my friends who know the things that I want to do in drafts so they can also do it <laughs> before me in a room. But we persevere nonetheless. When we get to BBM season, going to be harder to get into rooms with me because those are always uh, going to be filling pretty fast. So I'll get rid of you guys one way or another. <laughs> you rascals. 
Khalil Shakir going pick 99 honestly feels like a fair price tag. He is a better version of what Sky Moore was last year, so he could go in the 80s, and I'd probably be okay with it. Cock Bowers and Bustin Fields. First of all, I don't expect Bindles to be tall. Is Tyler on on Bindles' handle? Um, But yeah, I I think that, I don't know about Bustin Fields. Are we saying that he's going to be ejaculating or that he's going to be busting as a pick? Because yeah, or or is he going to be getting suddenly very busty with whatever he gets traded? Do you think there's value with Dobbs or is Green Bay just too many mouths to feed? So like Dobbs, the one thing that stuck out for me, as I mentioned a lot here, which gave me some concerns about Christian Watson was that Dobbs worked with Jordan Love the entire offseason and like was traveling to go throw with them and all that stuff. Uh, so like that helped last year. I don't know that it helps as much this year with Jaden Reed getting better, Christian Watson hopefully getting healthier. Um, Dontavian Wicks, I think, can make a leap upward too. So I'm not the biggest believer in Dobbs, but he does seem to have a little bit of a special connection with Love. I just think that everybody else in that wide receiver room is more talented. Squirt Squad is a bad influence on fledgling YouTubers. That's true. Our guy Bindles. Bindles passed, by the way, uh, 200 subs. So shout out to our guy Bindles and give him a sub if you want uh, some more best ball content in your life that is outside the, the same ones of everybody else out there. Caleb Williams goes at 106. Uh, here's the bad news. This is probably not going to be a Jaden Daniels draft because I went a little bit piggly at QB. Um, Keon Coleman, not one of my favorite rookies. I think Javon... Uh, Javante is a good pick at this point. 11 picks after ADP will do it. Javante, another running back add. 2-2-4-1. Oh, thank you, Jeff. I don't don't know if Jeff is being sarcastic about Lad. Uh, Can you you confirm, Jeff? Because I feel like you're mocking the Lad steam, but you might actually just like Lad. So that's possible. Wix looks like a monster. Yeah, I mean, look, I think he looks really good. I still prefer Christian Watson, but if Christian Watson ends up doing the shit he did this year, he just does not not healthy enough to go like Wix is probably the one who takes a leap upwards. Uh, and also like Bo Melton wasn't that bad. Like they really did well with not a lot of wide receiver capital. Um, so kudos to the Packers for what they did. So I wanted to get chase Brown here and I'm going to get him. So that's, that's sometimes how drafting works. Uh, two, three, four, one, Justin Fields and Kyler Murray, Isaiah Pacheco, Javante Williams, chase Brown, Marvin Harrison, Malik neighbors, uh, Drake London, Cooper cup, Brock Bowers, Again, I think this team, I think we can all agree, this team's got its genitals out and it is ready. It is turgid. It is ready to go because this team fucks. Team fucks hard. Team team fucks relentlessly, aggressively, vigorously, lusciously. Honestly, a well-rounded team. There we go. That's another way to say that. Well-rounded teams fuck. (laughs) You know. Who could resist a nice, well-rounded team with all their curves in the right places? Who could? Who among us could? If you enjoy talking about the sex appeal of my team, please subscribe down below. Splash play on that march down to 4K subs, to 5K subs, to 10K subs, to a million K subs. We need to keep growing. Need you to be a part of it. So please hit that like button here. Helps us get seen by more people. And this is my job. So really, you are personally helping out my job, my career, my joy, uh, everything I do here. And help me grow the channel too. Uh, because again, the more the channel grows, the more I can do and the more I can dedicate resources to it, uh, which is the hope here. So hit that like button, subscribe and join. Drafty, drafty, draftees every day. Seems a Riley Reed of fucking. Oh, we guess to know everybody's preferences now. I would say this seems a Gabby Carter of fucking. Well rounded <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, <laughs> very, uh, very capable of doing a lot of content. <laughs> That's what this team is. 
Did I have a bong hit before? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know, Steve. What are we? What are we? The cops? <laughs> Jaden Daniels goes pick one nineteen. So look, tomorrow I'll get one more shot at a perfect rookie draft. It's obviously zero RB Friday tomorrow. So if I do this exact same thing tomorrow, don't be surprised. Um, but the guys I didn't get that I would like to get: Jaden Daniels, Troy Franklin. Those are the big two right now, and we will see what we get on the way back. Fucking Sean Watts going to be my most drafted player. He's too cheap at ADP. I get it. Uh, where is he at now? Has he moved at all? I feel like enough people have said that he's too cheap at ADP. He's come up a little, 155, but still too cheap. You know, the hope has just got to be that he can be a fraction of what he was in the past. What happened last year was really bad for them. <laughs> That's the one thing. Uh, he just added no value, really. And uh, and again, some of the worst plays in football last year were Deshaun Watson dropbacks. The one that I always talk about was like, when he was throwing the ball and he somehow got confused as to which way they were going in the field and ended up throwing the ball backwards. It's like one of the worst plays legitimately of the year. Um, so for Deshaun, can't get worse, I don't think. Sean too horny at ADP. I mean, well, I won't say he fucks. <laughs> I don't want my team to be Deshaun Watson. Who's a preeminent Italian porn star? I don't, I don't know. It's a good question. Hmm. Pizza puss. <laughs> That's a. Can you imagine if there were a porn star named Pizza Puss? <laughs> An Italian American porn star, or just, I guess, regular old Italian. Um, I think, no, Ron, Ron Jeremy Jewish. Ron Jeremy is Jewish, I believe. No, don't give him us. I think Ron Jeremy got very canceled late. <laughs> Come on, man. Suck a Bacaccia. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're killing me. Killing me. Our guy Ross. Robert Griffin the turd. Best username around and jokes like that. All right, we got four wide receivers. So really could use some wide receivers. I see our guy Adam here. Fucking Lad McConkey steam, by the way. I Adam tagging me in tweets with Mina Kimes talking about Lad. Uh, fucking what's the guy from PFF or was it PFF? I don't know if he still is talking about lad. <sighs> I mean, look, this is already not my perfect rookie draft, so I'm going to make it less perfect. Lad McConkie, come on down. Adam, you win. You win. Here you go. Round of applause for Adam. And then we got another pick coming up here. Two, three, five, one could use another wide receiver, but also we want to get some fucking sick dudes in. Bucky Irving, come on down. You're on the thumbnail, and now you're on my squad. Pizza Puss Bonk by Bindles. Thank you for the super chat, Bindles. I appreciate you very much. Go subscribe to Bindles' channel. And here is, of course, the Bonk Dog. I don't have the I don't have the one that Pete had of my face on it, unfortunately. So uh, that one will forever be lost to the embers. But anything else here? And here, here's Daffy Duck looking at my team. Oh, yeah, he loves it. He says, go get Marvin Harrison. Go get Malik Neighbors. Go get that hot wide receiver jail bait for yourself. You deserve it. <laughs> That's not how Daffy Duck talks. How does Daffy Duck talk? Go get yourself all the... <laughs> Go get yourself some young pieces of wide receiver. <laughs> I think that's... <laughs> it's like not a bad Daffy Duck. Unprepared. <laughs> Dad McCockley. Here we go. Oh, here we go. For Adam, hell yes, hell yes. P-star analysis over rookie analysis. Look, you know... When you get a when you get a quest headset, you become very familiar <laughs> with all, with all the sorted characters. Lad's a definition of sex appeal. Lad McDongley. 
Look, I, I don't think lads, I don't think lads going to be good personally, but <laughs> look, so people are fucking in on him. I, I don't like, I get it. I think it is people wanting to find the Puka this year and lad in terms of like the route running, um, you know, size there. He, lad, not a guy that takes a few carries. I don't think unless there's something I'm not aware of, uh, like a Puka did in college, but I think it's just people straining so hard to find the lad that they're like, ah, yeah. Like lad McConkie, Roman Wilson, these guys are the Puka. And it's like, there, there isn't a puka. There's fucking some stars up top. Like, can we just be happy that we have Marvin Harrison and Malik Neighbors and Trey Franklin and also that Romo Dunze is, exists, I suppose? Uh, can we be happy with those guys? Can we stop trying to make every wide receiver a thing? That'd be my suggestion for this class, but, you know, that's me. Oh, Steve going with the, the vintage one. Get, you got canceled for that one back in the day. Back in the They didn't check IDs back in the day on that one. Oh, is he MAGA approved? Oh, there we go. Hmm. Hmm. As long as he wears, if he, who's going to be the football player who puts cleats on the Trump sneakers? Who's going to be the one that does it? Is it Lad? Can't wait. It's back to where I send my drafts. So you can rate one of them. Good question. Um, if you're on Pete's deposit game discord, you could find me on there, Chris Spags, or you could DM me on Twitter. Um, I guess Instagram, if you don't have Twitter. But Chris Spaggs on everything if you want to send me your teams. But yes, if you are a paying member here, uh, or, you know, 10 team reviews a month. So if you want me to take a look at your stuff, give you some feedback, um, mostly talk about construction kind of things and, and people's bad habits that I observe. Our guy Robert Griffin, the turd and chat can attest. Hopefully I try to give really like helpful critiques that give you things to work on a little bit more. Uh, but if you are a paying member here uh, and you've hit that join button now before 99 a month, uh, 10 team reviews a month you can get from me. So DM me, Chris Spaggs. Uh, anywhere, Twitter or Instagram, or um, on the Deposit Kingdom Discord, if you're on there. Some point we'll have a, like an actual Splash Play Discord, but I just haven't figured that out with Pete yet. Uh, Chuck reached for Rome. I mean, look, you got excited. I got neighbors and and Harrison, and you got Rome. So there's always got to be a bronze medalist. You know, you can't have a podium <laughs> without a bronze medalist. So Romo Dunze, come on down. Wildly helpful, though I won't waste your time with my one dog shit big big border. All right, fair enough. But yeah, really enjoyed that process of Ross last year. So the more that people want to do stuff like that, the better. All right. Got two picks before mine. Steve's going to fuck me. I knew it. Steve, why are you in the chat? And I'm talking about my perfect rookie draft. You take one of my perfect rookies. Why do people do this to me? I'm going to, like, I'm going to fucking change the draft times because of you people for things like this, taking Audric Estime, the pick before mine, when you know I love Audric Estime, I'm reaching for Marshawn Lloyd as my consolation prize. Unfucking believable man. I don't want to draft with you guys. <laughs> is this, is this the appeal to ruin my fucking day? Is this, is this what you want? Does this bring you joy to just take my joy away? Two, five, five, one here. Michael Mayer's too cheap. 2552. Team so far. No Audric Estime on it. Zero. 2552. Zero Audric Estime. It's Justin Fields and Kyler Murray at QB. Isaiah Pacheco, Javante Williams, Chase Brown, Bucky Irving, and Marshawn Lloyd, who is not quite Audric Estime, uh, but still at 165.6. We reach for him there. It's fine. Marvin Harrison, Malik Neighbors, Drake London, Cooper Cup, and Lad McConkey at wide receiver. Here's. Uh, the wide receiver room of Thelma and Louise is what I'm presenting here. Dated reference, but Lad McConkey though, caps us off there. Brock Bowers, Michael Mayer. It's not about drafting everyone I want. 
It's that the people who come into my draft rooms who regularly watch Splash Play, and Steve's a member, so he gets one for free. I'll give it to him. But it's like because they fall in love with the players that I love, then it ends up that I'm competing for players that I wouldn't have to compete with if I were doing it off stream. So that's the bigger issue. That's the bigger issue. It's fine. Just, just be aware when you guys aren't allowed in my draft room because I'm sneaking around like a ninja. Just keep that in mind. Moments like this. Moments like this. This is why we watch you. Fair enough. I guess that's a good point. I'm going to keep yelling, but that's a fair point. But I still want my guys. I want my tasty treats. I want to get them alone on a boat. <laughs> I want the implication. I want the implication for Audric Estime. I want him to be there on the boat with me and be wondering, what's this guy going to do? Is he going to draft me? And yeah, I would draft you, Audric, but instead you got pirated away by Big Punisher. Rest in peace. Lad is a tasty. So get out of town. Oh, Trey Lance still. I don't need a QB. I guess he. I guess he might be a running back <laughs> at this point. Should have stolen Thielen again. Yes, yeah, everybody wants Thielen. He's a hot commodity. We just take Blake Corum already. No, never. I, if I were to take Blake Corum, pick one seventy nine to feel pretty good. Blake Corum fud uh, starting on social media for people who aren't me, which is pretty fun. Uh, saw I think it was uh, Zach Kruger over at NBC pointing out uh, Blake Corum basically efficiency fell off the cliff, yards after contact fell off the cliff in the back half of last year. Some other people worried about his knee injury history and the fact he's a little bit older. Uh, Blake Corum warned you about it here first, but Blake Corum going the wrong way based on public uh, public perception. It seems though, who knows? Maybe he'll do something magical at the combine. I don't think so. So know what the fuck Jalen Polk is. Jalen Polk, we talk about him a little bit here. He's the the poor man's uh, Romo Dunes in that Washington offense. So different kind of player. Um, pretty good out wide. 3.3 targets a game. Not a lot, but a .59 EPA would be pretty good out wide. .34 EPA per target overall. 25% target per out run rate is the big issue. Did not earn targets well. And then in the red zone... <laughs> Not a lot in the red zone. Had 0.7 targets per game in the red zone. By comparison, Romo Dunze had 1.3. So it was a clear number two to Odunze, who probably benefited a little bit uh, from having Odunze there, would be my guess. Kind of like the Brian Thomas thing that we talk about. Brian Thomas, a downfield receiver, benefits because Malik Neighbors draws a lot of attention underneath. For Jalen Polk, he benefits from the fact that we had Romo Dunze going downfield a lot. And Polk, too, you know, I think got downfield a little bit. Uh, yeah, 13.8 intended air yards per attempt. Uh, 102 air yards per game, but Michael Penix was just a pure air yards merchant, uh, much like a Jameis Winston. Uh, guys who throw the ball downfield a lot just gives their receivers a lot more chances to make plays. Then Washington have three wide receivers, the third not in the draft. I don't know who the third is uh, offhand. I only know the people I have on my sheets from the various mock drafts. Donovan, yeah, Donovan Edwards, the Michigan back you want next year. He looked great in the championship game. Um, I, I did look a little bit at the analytics and I know he was better than Blake Horam and uh, basically all the stats I value, the avoided tackle rate where Corum is really bad at a 10% avoided tackle rate this year. Um, but a higher EPA guy, higher avoided tackle rate, I think was better in the past game too. Uh, like Corum, I know I because of the one guy who was like really annoying about Blake Corum, I've become really anti-Blake Corum. Um, but I do think that he's still, you know, he's okay. He's just not appropriately priced. He shouldn't, as I've said from day one, he shouldn't be going ahead of Bucky Irving and Audrick Estime. And at this point, I think he should be more lateral to Marshawn Lloyd than he probably is. Let the man have his tasty trees, people. I agree. Everybody knows me and Audrick Estime. We go way back. I say, hey, you're like a fit Leonard Fournette. And he goes, thank you. Thank you, man. That's what I've been working so hard for. 
Thank you for the compliment, bro. Ricky Pearsall, another guy I've seen being compared to a Puka Nakua. Malachi Corley, another guy you can make a Puka Nakua case for. And we'll make that case today. Malachi Corley, come on down. Small guy, 35% target route run rate in college. An elite target earner. The issue, 5.4 A dot. Uh, average depth of target, obviously, for that. Uh, so I know these numbers offhand because it befuddles me with Malachi Corley. Uh, Malachi Corley avoided tackles pretty well. 19% avoided tackle rate. Not as great as like a Malik Neighbors, who's at 32%. Uh, but I think Corley at this range for a wide receiver six. Frankly, no disrespect to our pal Adam here. Uh, I like Corley more than Lad McConkie personally. I think Corley's got juice. I, I don't think Lad does from what I've seen. But we'll yeah, look, but I took Lad here, so we're making a bet that he does have juice. Uh, two, five, six, two here. Uh, do we want to make a bet on old No Achilles, J.K. Dobbins? Make a rare bet on Eli Mitchell at this point. Uh, okay, got him, got him. Eli Mitchell, come on down. RB6, 2662 so far. Justin Fields and Kyler Murray. Isaiah Pacheco, Javante Williams, Chase Brown, Bucky Irving, Marshawn Lloyd, Eli Mitchell, Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, Drake London, Cooper Cup, Vlad McConkey, and Malachi Corley. And then Brock Bowers, a tight end, along with Michael Mayer. The no headshot gang. Thriving in the sunlight. That'd be the name if they were roaming the Wild West, the no headshot gang. Though I'd hope they hit headshots, you know, if they were roaming the Wild West. You gotta, gotta be efficient with your your side pistol. Side pistol. <laughs> you can tell how much I don't know guns besides video games. I just want the world to know the fun ride that is Lad McConkey. All right, Adam. You got look. I, I would have had probably fucking zero Lad McConkie. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have had zero because enough people who I think have credible cases online have said that he's okay. But again, it's just like, it's such a bad sign for me if you're not a top 200 target earner. Like that's, I just think that speaks for itself, but it is what it is. Bindles, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not even going to read that one. Ray Davis, did uh, not read the whole piece, but a piece in The Athletic about him today. Uh, was homeless as a child. Uh, inspiring story. Wants everybody to know his name, even though like Ray Davis is such a fucking generic name. So I don't know. That's like the one. If you're like Marshawn Lloyd, yeah, like everybody can know your name. Um, if you're Jalen Polk, yeah, everybody can know your name. If you're Ray Davis, it's like, oh, is this, is this guy like a, a B actor? Like, is he one of those guys in movies? Or is, is he a fifth round running back with multiple uh, knee injuries in the past? But Ray Davis there, 172. I don't agree with the steam. I'd rather have Jalen Wright, even though I also don't agree with that steam. People just kind of straining their eyes for running backs. Really not a lot in the class that you should be like, trying to force your way to, but people will. Money shots, that's true. I am the man in the money hat. They call, <laughs> I just have money shots all over my head, don't I? <laughs> Love coming on stream and getting some money shots on my face. My mailman and dentist is Ray Davis. <laughs> it is, again, it's a very generic name. That's what it is. Uh, DeBrickashaw Ferguson, yeah. I mean, like, that's the, the most iconic of names. The Kool-Aid McKinstry going to surge this year as another fun name. I want, like, skill position guys, though, to have fun names. Like, Bucky is fun. Bucky Irving's real name, by the way, is, like, something fucking insane. Uh, hold on. I only saw it for the first time today because I was doing the thumbnail for him. Marquise Irving, M-A-R apostrophe K-E-I-S-E. Marquise Irving is Bucky, is Bucky here. So uh, Bucky, much cuter name, I'd say. Sounds like a 
kind of like a rocket raccoon type. Oops. Okay. I'm on the wrong tab. There we go. It's like, fucking, where's the window? <laughs> I didn't realize that I opened my Bucky Irving search in the same window. Mark Wise. Nathan Ruffalo. That, that's a cool name. Are you, are you related to the one Ruffalo we all know, Nathan? Please let me know. Oh, haha, Clinton Dick's pretty good too. That's true. Ha ha. Rashad Bateman goes at 198. Uh, positive coach speak for Rashad Bateman from uh, Jim Harbaugh at the Combine. Jim Harbaugh? Yeah. Uh, at the combine. No, John Harbaugh. Sorry. <laughs> now they're both in the, both in the NFL again, so it's fucking with me. Uh, but either way, saying that basically, like, they do expect Bateman to take a leap. And a coach speaker next to Twitter handle that I know has been mentioned a lot in uh, football media lately. Uh, apparently, Harbaugh, very high track record of coach speak accuracy. I think 85% is what the guy grades it at. Though I, that's not like a real number. <laughs> but uh, does seem like he's a pretty accurate guy. So maybe Bateman gets one more shot if you want to talk yourself into it. All right, coming up here, 2662. Definitely need some more wide receivers. And, uh, ooh, uh, ooh. Need not really any rookies. I'm like going out of my way to get here. So I'm going to take Jonathan Mingo just in the hopes that he can be less awful than he was last year. Mingo, a guy, one of, you know, one of a few that I really took a stand and saying, I do not like. Then he got the draft capital kind of to back off, but negative 0.33 EPA per target last year. 16.6% target route run rate for Mingo. Not very good. Uh, but, he'll, you know, Dave Canales, canals up this offense, I think a good thing for Mingo. So we'll give it a shot. Ah, Mark Ruffalo's a cousin. Good. Hope he's, hope he's passing along all the scraps. <laughs> all the scraps of fame. 2672. What do we do next? I see one play that I'm not like dying to make, but I can make, I think. Don't think I need to make, but I could make. A QB that I think is a little bit underrated at this range, even though he was awful last year. All right, so I'm thinking about taking Bryce Young. I think that would be an okay pick right here. You know, Marcus Robinson, we have the little bet on the Rams. He is coming back as our wide receiver three. Do I really need a third QB though? I, I just think Bryce Young's too cheap and I think he can give me usable weeks, even though Fields and Murray got to carry the load here, but that's fine. Bryce Young and Jonathan Mingo, a little micro stack. And when Jonathan Mingo and Bryce Young go off in week 17, I don't have a single share of them in BBM because they somehow came to a price. I don't want to draft them anymore. Uh, let's remember that this is, this is where it all went down. Getting that one little unique stack uh, with Bryce Young and Mingo. JJ McCarthy, not needed. Not one of my favorite rookies. Perfectly acceptable rookie to take late, which, you know, frankly is how I landed on a good amount of CJ Stroud last year was I really thought that Stroud was a very good bailout QB, you know, relative to his talent level, even though I didn't think Houston was going to be good last year and they ended up being very good. Um, so, you know, for some of these guys like, like a McCarthy, if you just don't have stacks, I'm okay taking McCarthy late. I saw Hoosier. I didn't reply to your comment yet, Hoosier, but uh, Dog is Jim Harbaugh's nickname according to Pro Football Reference, so there we go. But I don't think that's why Crypto here was talking about a dog. It's because his avatar is that of a dog. 
but he is Poophead here, and Poophead has not gotten in my way today that I'm aware of, so shout out to Poophead219, and shout out to all of you guys watching live right after the fact. Again, uh, we'll quickly ask for likes, subscribes, and all that here. Drafts every day, Monday to Friday at 11 a.m. That is the goal here, and we're going to keep doing it. And this is draft number 23. I forgot to say the date. It's fucking leap day, guys. It's February 29th. This is the first time I forgot to do the date in the video. Uh, but yes, draft number 23, February 29th. So a magical day today. Ben Sinnott goes to Poophead, which is fine. Sure, I think I could have gotten Ben Sinnott in round 19 in most rooms, but, you know, look, as the snowman pointed out, I have people are people are listening to me. I'll, I'll look at the positive every time that I lose a player that I like that in a normal draft room would be available in round 20, and I'll just go, thank you for listening to me. That's how I'll, that's how I'll cope. Frankly, not the worst like mantra to have. Even if you're like arguing with your your wife or whatever, you're you know, you know, you're your fella, your tasty treats on a boat. Yeah, you just go like, oh, thank you for listening to me. And I feel like that's like a nice thing to say because people don't listen, you know? They just go, they just go blah 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 blah. <laughs> so thanks, Poophead, for listening to all my Ben Sinnott takes. Me being the only one in the world who thinks that he's great. Leap day means do it like the frogs from the back and the top and croak when you coom. Oh, I don't like coom spelled like that. <laughs> Derek Carr goes at pick 216. Too cheap. Why? Like, okay, so just the kind of thing that I think sometimes people miss in some of this stuff. So why is Chris Olave going pick 27 if his he's like his QB who's now walked in for at least one more year, likely two years, because the Saints have no contract wiggle room? Why is his QB going to 216? Like, it makes no sense. Even Shahid, like, Shahid's come up enough in ADP where he's not free. Where did he go? He went pick 120. So we have a guy going pick 27, a guy going pick 120. Even Kendra and Kamara. Kamara's not the most likely to be a saint. But it's just like, it's so dumb that Carr's going to 16. I don't think that you need to take Carr in every draft. But, like, it is one of those things that it's like, people just fucking miss that gap. Where if you're taking Olave, Derek Carr has to be useful. Otherwise, Olave can't possibly pay off a 27 ADP. Yeah, and that's right. He did have the hot run down the home stretch too. QB2 weeks 15 to 17. Not that he's going to do that again necessarily, but he's just like he's a starting QB. Like why are we taking why are we taking Bryce Young? <laughs> Bryce Young made sense for me, but like why are we taking I don't know. I guess there's really not anybody who I'm saying we really have to take behind car, but just pick 216 and see late. And that's really my logic when we talked about yesterday with the QBs, the right pocket to pick QBs. There isn't really a right pocket because it's just wherever you're picking that you line up and you get a good QB. And getting Carr at 216 compared to getting Aaron Rodgers at 153, compared to getting Stafford at 129, Goff at 113, they're not different enough plays. So I don't know. Carr is Melba Toast, but yes, I do draft him. Look, he's on an offense with explosive playmakers that should have some target concentration as well. Michael Thomas, definitely not going to be back. Um, A.T. Perry, a guy you get for free with that stack too, and he was one of the best EPA receivers last year. Uh, basically added a point every time he was targeted in terms of the expected points added metric. So, you know, like I, I just think it's a bad price sack for Carr uh, to not take him, especially if you don't, especially if you have like one of the bets on the Saints already. But. Whatever. I'm sure it'll adjust a little bit over the course of the offseason. Uh, we don't need another QB. We've got three. You know, Justice Hill does seem like the Ravens linked a lot to free agent running back. So I think Justice Hill will get upset at that position, but he's going to likely start the year with a role. So I'm going to take Justice Hill here. 
Three, seven, seven, two for me. One more pick left. Thinking wide receiver for it. Could do tight end, but for what? We also haven't talked about here. Uh, Johnny Smith cut by the Falcons. So uh, we talked about Kyle Pitts earlier. And I probably should have mentioned that, but Johnny Smith officially being gone. Uh, definitely not a bad thing for the prospects of Kyle Pitts, along with all the other good things that I think are looking up for him too. Ah, bust as hell. Just can't draft anybody with a just in their name. Trey Tucker, huh? All right. I mean, I, I've been taking a lot of Taj Washington and I do like Taj more. I think Taj is kind of an elevated Trey Tucker, but we have the bet on Michael Mayer. So I'll go with Jeff here and Jeff, a trustworthy guy in general. So we will take Trey Tucker, assuming that uh, Lyle here doesn't take him. Uh, Lyle Kittenhouse. This is <laughs> what a fucking, what is going on? What is <laughs> final team? Justin Fields, Kyler Murray, Bryce Young at QB, Lyle Kittenhouse ahead of me in the draft board. Isaiah Pacheco, uh, Javante Williams, Chase Brown, Bucky Irving, Marshawn Lloyd, Eli Mitchell, Justice Hill at running back, Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, Drake Ludnan, Cooper Cup, Lad McConkey, Malachi Corley, Jonathan Mingo, and Trey Tucker at receiver, and a tight end, Brock Bowers and Michael Mayer. Look, it wasn't all the rookies. Didn't get Troy Franklin, didn't get Jane Daniels, didn't get Ben Sinnott, didn't get Audrey Estime. If I'd gotten all of those, that would have been it, but we're going to try again tomorrow here, so... Uh, there we go. That's the team. Uh, appreciate all you guys being with me on this ride today, uh, along with Wild Kitten House. <laughs> Unfucking <-believe. laughs> Please subscribe down below. Please hit the like button. Leave a comment if you're watching After Effect. Helps me out here growing the channel and putting my whole ass into the work here, showing up every day with new info, with new takes, and hopefully giving you guys an entertaining draft here Monday to Friday at 11 a.m. Subscribe down below. Hit that like button. Leave a comment. Of course, if you're playing underdog for the first time, use that promo code SPLASH. Double your deposit to 100 bucks. A lot of fun drafting teams this early. Obviously, more information, more drafts come out. You get better opportunities to build better teams. That's the goal. But draft along this all year long and underdog with that promo code SPLASH and double your deposit up to 100 bucks. And get a mystery pick up with that as well. Stochastic. Uh, tomorrow, again, another $4 slate or $4 entry fee slate for NBA. I can tell you I'll be maxing it out using Stochastic's tools and data. And I've been live again. I've profited the last uh, $4, 150 max slates. Uh, last two of them that they're been. So I guess all of them that they're been. Uh, but uh, basically, feeling really good about the process with that. You can do it too. And again, really think that the bankroll going a little bit further helps out with that too. And the Sims from Stochastic do a great job helping you elevate parts of your game and find good lineups. Uh, so check it out. Promo code Splash, say 15%. Or check the link in the description. And of course, probably is my baby. Uh, some signups yesterday, which I appreciate. If you want to support Splash Play, another way to do that while also getting yourself great betting info. Uh, the best bets in the world we track according to the top sports books around the world, the ones that win the most. And yesterday hit on a plus 325 uh, Grizzlies first half money line. So that's what we're doing here. We're giving you takes that you're just not going to find from people saying, hey, uh, LeBron plays good uh, games against Clippers. Take over. Like that. We had those bets is over soon because of the math behind it, because of the probabilities and all of that. So check it out for yourself at probably seven day free trial, probably on the app store or use promo code splash on probably.com slash subscribe to save 50%. And thank you to all these fine folks. Help me put the show on. You too can be on this list by joining down below. Get 10 team reviews a month as well as uh, some custom content coming up after the combine. But uh, hit that join button for 99 a month and join the squirt squad officially back tomorrow with more subscribe, 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 subscribe. I'll see you guys then be a tasty treat and, uh, <laughs> and I'll see you guys soon. Good luck. Bye. <laughs>